which is it's it's one of those that it's super interesting to me because it's so like what basically what happened is the teenagers were out of control and so this was the adults solution Mm -hmm. like they're like yeah let's just grab one class at random on their class trip drug them and take them to this island and one person gets to live yeah to live to tell the tale okay what is happening here where are we glicks give us a situation report currently we are on the planet geekery be warned our impossibility drive may cause distortions Uh-oh. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in three, oh two, oh one. Hello, devoted geeks, and welcome to episode 50 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Dallas, and with me, as always, is the beautiful and talented Miss Celeste. That threw me <laughs> off for a minute. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I was prepped to do my normal, my normal thing. Right. And then you made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we're saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by simply looking up Geek Devotions. Do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcast comments. And please interact with us in our social medias. And perhaps you can be our devoted Geek of the Month. All right. Well, the impossibility drive has brought us somewhere. Glicks, what is happening today? Our impossibility drive has brought us to the point where we will be discussing Dystopian Devotions Month. We will be breaking down what this month is all about, why we decide to do this, and what to expect for the month. First, however, my sensors are detecting calm feedback from the past. Now presenting them on Monitor 1. Oh. My. Okay, Monitor 1. That should be over here, right? Yeah. Right, what is happening here? Oh wait, that's monitor three. It's this one over here. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. So, all right. So as it turns out, uh, you can't access iTunes comments from the browser. <laughs> um, it only shows you a few of those. Ask us when we found this out. Uh, yeah, that was recently. <laughs> so we've had people leaving comments on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts actually. And uh, leaving us some really great reviews. And so we wanted to, to read these off for you guys to let you know what's going on here. Uh, the first one comes from someone called SG Dad Mom. And uh, their, their review is entitled, More Glicks. <laughs> it says, uh, look forward to hearing from the devoted geeks Dallas and Celeste each week. Whether they are keeping things light with the going-ons of comics and TV shows, are heavier themes of suicide. Really appreciate having this podcast to listen to, being a light in the darkness. But need to know more about the AI Glicks, who is apparently on the comms entering the security codes. Uh, thanks so much for, for leaving a comment, SG Dad Mom. Um, we, I, I'm probably butchering how, that's probably not even how that is. I don't know. Is it SGA or SGD Admom? I don't know. But uh, hey, thanks so much for coming. They, they gave us five stars. Yeah, they gave us five stars. And hey, um, glad to give you some more feedback on Glicks and thanks for listening to us. Um, we like Glicks too. All right. The next one is from our friend, Captain Nostalgia, the 
man and producer, the genius behind Victims and Villains podcast. Um, so let's read that one for us. This podcast is a spinoff from the YouTube channel from a couple of devoted geeks letting people know that they are loved. They're devoted to it. It carries so much evidence here uh, in this podcast. Exploring multiple topics, ComTalk brings something to the table for everyone. Highly recommend. There you go. Another five-star rating, so really appreciate that, Captain Nostalgia. The last one uh, <laughs> uh, is called Funny, Entertaining, and Innovative. And it's by someone with the name of Boo Boo Waffle, which that's, <laughs> I want to know where that came from. Can, can, can Boo Boo Waffle, can you contact us and let us know the story? You can email us at geekdevotions at gmail.com. We want to know. <laughs> or you can message us on any of our social media platforms. But their review is this. GeekCon is my first episode, and I really enjoyed it. I'm really glad to hear that. We, I am too. We always enjoy doing a recap of GeekCon. Yeah. And this last podcast was a little different with GeekCon. It was the road trip one that we did. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And so uh, that was kind of, that was, we're, we're, we'd like to get your feedback, actually, on that, guys. Um, what is your thoughts on the road trip um, podcast that we do? Like, do you like those? Do you not like those? Do you like them to be a little more polished, like this one hopefully will be? Let us know. But also, anytime you want to give us feedback, you can obviously message us here. Um, on You can leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, or you can message us at gmail.com, um, at uh, geekdevotions at gmail.com, yeah. or any of our social media. And uh, we'll be happy to, to take a look at that. And if you want us to read your review or something, within reason, uh, just put make sure you put in the subject line of your emails or on our social media stuff, uh, com feedback yes and then we'll know that that's for the podcast okay so that being said celeste my dear what is happening this month with geek devotions it is dystopian devotions month leg gasp <gasps> what does that mean that means that everything minus the extra tuesdays because mm -hmm. i don't think we have anything planned out maybe the extra tuesdays maybe almost everything Mm -hmm. Is going to be about a dystopian society. Right. And so, um, it's something we're doing. It's going to be crossing over all stuff. Some of you guys might remember um, some of our previous things we had. Matrix Month, which was an accidental theme. Yes. Um, we that, that, was, that theme was born out of the fact that we were watching <laughs> all of the Matrixes. Right. Uh, we also had... Um, King of the Monsters Month, which was highly successful in the past. Pretty sure that's been our most popular. It really has. And somehow it solidified us as, like, the Godzilla people, even though we're absolutely, we're not, we're not. the experts. Like, we, I like Godzilla quite a bit. You, you like more of Godzilla movies than I do, because you like the really crazy ones. And yeah. I'm just like, why are we watching this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, although, just full, full disclosure, you guys. We were at Second oh and Charles. Gosh. And they had this stinking, adorable Godzilla stuffed animal. It was so cute. And there was a small one and a big one. The big one, if you hugged it, it vibrated and shook. And it it was, we were very self-controlled and did not buy it. We did buy a small one for a baby shower gift. <laughs> and we were very self-controlled in not keeping it. Because it was stinking adorable. Right. So, but it was all good. Um, but yeah, so... All that to the side, guys, all to the side. Um, we're not going to be going as all out with this month's theme as yes. we have 
Um, we don't have any merch planned out. Not yet. For it. Um, the, the, the King of the Monsters merch was kind of accidental. Yeah. It just kind of came out. Just kind of happened. Um, that said, if you want so the merch from King of the Monsters Month, which was a t-shirt that we designed. Um, about go, a kaiju go, wanting taco. Yeah, about a kaiju on a taco. Go to our website, geekdevotions.com, and uh, click on store. And we have several shirts there that you can get. And so that's going to be pretty cool. Um, speaking of the shirts, we actually just did a photo shoot yeah. with a young lady with wearing one of our shirts. And she was stinking adorable. Yep. So, but that's what's happening this month. All of our stuff is going to be based off of devotion, our dystopian societies. Yeah. So, um, I guess the question though is, what is a um, dystopian society? Um, do you want my definition or do you want me to look that up? Let's let's do both. You give me your definition first. Okay. My definition is a dystopian society is a society where crap has hit the fan. <laughs> and it may not even be like we were in a discussion with some people and we were talking about the difference between apocalyptic mm-hmm. and dystopian. You can have a dystopian because of a po- an apocalyptic, I can't talk, event. Right. But in some cases, it's not a event that's happened. It's just a, this is the society, but it's dystopian because everything's junk. Right. Like, right. there's usually, in, in my reading, there's usually an upper class, a lower class. Mm. Things are not great for either. Exactly. The actual definition that, uh, from the great um, knowledge finder, Google, uh, <laughs> Our other AI. Our other AI. Uh, says, dystopian means this, relating to or denoting an imagined place or state in which everything is unpleasant or bad, typically totalitarian or environmentally degraded one. And so, um, and, and can see why you would get the apocalyptic feel yeah. to that. Um, but... Um, at the same time, it's, it's, it, it is a little bit of a, a divergent of that. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, but yeah, so, and that's really what we're, a lot of our stuff is dealing with of a, a place that is, everything is very unpleasant or bad. But what I find interesting are the dystopian societies that there's a facade. Yeah. Where everything is okay. Christine, pristine, clear. But there's something dark in the background. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like a um, good example. There is a book series, and I haven't finished reading it because it it's a lot to take in. It's one of those that you have to set back and read it one book at a time. But the entire thing is that this entire system is based around people doing what's called slave days. And it's like five years of your life. That you have to spend in slavery. You have no rights. Mm-hmm. You have nothing. Right. And so this is how the society runs. Once you've done that time, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. But, but it's it it's very much a hidden because the people who haven't done it don't know anything about it. Right. Because they haven't had to do it. And the ones who have done it are just so thankful to be out of it mm-hmm. that they don't think about the ones who have to go through and do it. Yeah, absolutely. But there are a lot of ones that are out there like that that oh, yeah. are... They have that that feel to it, and I, I think that's what I enjoy the most is the here's the let's peel back the curtain like yeah. there's a deeper mystery. And I love I love the ones where there's a mystery you're trying to figure out what's going on. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly, 
And so, um, but that's, that's kind of what we're doing. Every one of our devotions are going to be based off of that. So what we're going to do real quick is we're going to take a, a quick commercial break. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to discuss why we're doing this. And also what to expect, like what, what shows or movies or video games or, or books are we going to be doing for this one? Aside from the one that just came out this past Friday, which was Divergent. Divergent. So see you guys on the backside. Hi, I'm Francisco from the Retro Rewind Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by... I'm Paul J. Powers, and they call me the Master Interrupter. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, it doesn't matter, because you're listening to Calm Talk. All right, and we are back from our commercial break, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're going to be continuing on our conversation about dystopian devotions. Yes. And, um, and what's going to be happening. And the first question we're going to be answering is, why are we doing this? Like, why why have we chosen this as a theme, and why are we moving forward with it? So, Celeste, what, what, what's your point of view of this? Because we're married... And we, we do this together. We talk about these things. But um, a lot of our ideas, we kind of have our own reasonings for coming at them. Yeah. So what was your reasoning for wanting to do it this way? So my reasoning was we really, really enjoy dystopian novels. And, like, I love dystopian books. I've just recently realized that the majority of the young adult fiction that I read mm-hmm. is dystopian. <laughs> like, it didn't occur to me. That some of my favorite series are dystopian. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's because it's what's popular right now. So right. I assumed it was like, oh, well, it's just really well written. But right. I realized, I've come to realize that that's just a genre that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it tends to be a little bit deeper, but mm-hmm. it can be, it doesn't have to be. Right. Like, and usually it's a mixture of both, right. which is always nice. Yeah. Um, and it's a complete removal from realism because things are not like this Mm -hmm. now there there's usually some truths pointed out whether the author intends them to be or not Mm -hmm. but but it's it's definitely one of my favorite genres of movies favorite genres of books it's just a lot of fun to Mm -hmm. think about the what if what if this happened what if that happened um so for me, it was, it's just a natural thing of, well, there's enough of these that we like, mm-hmm. we can do a whole month on it right. rather than just doing one or two devotions. Mm-hmm. We can do a whole month. <laughs> right. That's definitely aspect. I'm with you. It's, it is a genre we, I enjoy a lot. Um, you brought up the, the what, what you had said just a minute ago, reminded me, um, you know, one of my favorite, favorite aspects of DC comics was their Elseworlds storylines. Yes. Where you have this, like, what if this is happening? Like, what if this is the situation? And and they they take the characters we know and love, and they they do something so crazy with it, and yeah. absolutely nuts. And I love that genre yeah. of the what if. And what I really enjoy are the the devo- the dystopian storylines where you're like, this could happen. Yeah, like there could be a little little twist here, and this situation could happen in real life. And it's it, there's a suspense to it. And you're like, oh, wow! Like, and you start to think about these things. It's like we were watching. Um, we watched the newest Fahrenheit 451 mm-hmm. that they just made made with Michael Jordan. B. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I almost said Michael B. Fox. That's <laughs> not the na- the man's name. And they took the main story and they updated it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here watching it, going, "Oh my 
god this could happen yeah like the way they have it set up it's feasible right it's entirely feasible it's yeah. kind of scary it is so it's it was a really good movie yeah we enjoyed it it was a fantastic movie and so that's that was the kind of things we wanted to but it's that like that suspense and so for me when we're discussing what we want to do um we we've decided that kind of behind the veil for you guys listening to the podcast <gasps> Not behind the veil. <laughs> we don't want to do like theme after theme after theme yeah. after theme after theme because that burns people out. So we try to keep things, we change things up. Some of it's for the YouTube algorithm. Some of it's for just our own sanity. Yeah. Some of it's just because we want to deliver to you guys the type of content that you want to hear yes. that you're interested in. Well, we we got to October and we haven't done theme in a little bit. Yeah. And we were discussing like, okay, what can we do with October? last year we did king of the monsters month yes. and that was kind of birthed out of um our relationship with geeks under grace yes which by the way check out their podcast check out their youtube channel check out their articles on their website oh my goodness they post they're busting out stuff all the time um check out their bible studies which we just put out one with them uh we wrote one for them called about venom the yeah. movie that just came out but anyways um our relationship with them uh i had written an article and did you do one also for Godzilla Week? We did one together. Right. We took the... No, Monster Week. Monster Week, that's what it was. Yeah, they called it Monster Week because they yeah. were doing, like, articles on all different types of monsters. Right. Um. So, we offered up because we have access to all the beginning godzillas mm-hmm. and for some reason we had just watched one of them or no shin godzilla yeah shin godzilla, just shin godzilla had just come out and so we went well we have access to this what if we compared all the beginning right movies exactly. and so because we because that that's like four movies mm-hmm. that starts things comparing Shin Godzilla to the original Godzilla to the American Godzilla and then to the American Godzilla that apparently nobody but me likes. <laughs> um, and so it was because it was going to be so time consuming to mm-hmm. research for the article, we decided to do King of the Monsters Month. Exactly. And it kind of worked with us. We didn't want to take their thing. Absolutely. And so when it came to this month, we're like, you know, let's do something kind of spooky, something... Something that's kind of, you know, on the scary side a little bit, necessarily, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. But we didn't want to do, like, you know, horror movies, necessarily. Because right. you, you and I, I can't handle You them. can't handle horror movies, and I just wasn't really feeling that idea. And I didn't want to jack what we did from the idea that they did last year with yeah. Decent Grace of just doing monsters, even though I'm sure they would have been absolutely fine with us doing anything oh, we wanted to. Um, so, we kind of talked down, I was like, you know, what if we did Dystopian Month? Like... Because a lot of these dystopian movies, there's a there's an eeriness about it. Yeah. And again, I think the eeriness is grounded in the realism of it. In some of them. Some of them. Where it's like this this is a possibility, or they're taking something that is currently happening in society and kind of taking it to the next level. Yeah. Well, it's like the um, and this one didn't make it on the list, mm-hmm. but um, oh, what is it? The uh. The Maze Runner. Yeah, yeah. Took me a second to place it. I'm thinking of every other book title in that series, but the first one. <laughs> the Maze Runner series. Right. When you delve into the books, you see that it's actually kind of feasible. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it seems really fantastical on the front end, but as you get deeper into the explanations, and then because I'm a completionist, I read the short stories that were set before everything happened. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you did that. Yeah. It, it was one of those things of, it was not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. because in the books, they're the the people who are affected by the flare are much more zombie-ish. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the best, but I was so enthralled that I had to finish it all. Sure. Um, so it was, you definitely, it's definitely much more realistic than you realize at first. Yeah. Like the, the leadings up to what happened mm-hmm. are more realistic than yeah. you would think. Exactly. So, but that's kind of the, that's again, that's the kind of the creep factor is the, yeah. like, wow, this, this could happen. Yeah. You know, and so, um, so that's kind of why we did it. I mean, that's really like, we're looking for some kind of creepy to do. We're not going to do horror films. Uh, you want horror, go check out our friends over at Victims of Villains. Yes. They discuss horror films and movies and stuff all the time and yes. do a great job of it. It's just not something that we, we necessarily do. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we did. And, um, so the question is, what can you guys expect from us? Like what, what, what series and shows are, are we choosing to do for this? Well, we've already done Divergent. Which, so you know that one's a thing. Right. And so and, um, it's based off of... It, I don't think you necessarily chose a particular scene. Because that's something right. we do with our devotions. Is we choose scenes or something like that and discuss the scenes. But um, there's more just the general basis of what it is. Yeah. So, it was more the mindset of the different factions. Right. And so um, some spoilers in it, but not really. I think it's an expected spoiler. I did my best right. to stay away from spoilers, but with the exception of the one. Mm-hmm. So, Which, again, is kind of expected. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you know anything about the storyline at all, it's kind of already there. Yeah. So, But it was a, it was a great devotion, I thought. Um, this upcoming Friday, we will be doing Metropolis, which is a, a great anime. It came out, um, I'm trying to remember when it came out. Let me look it up real quick. Um, anime. So, yeah, yeah. Metropolis came out in 2001. And, um, it's I didn't a, realize it was that new. Yeah, uh, it is. And I love it. I love it a lot. Now, is Metropolis the one that's based off of the movie they only have bits and pieces of the film? Yes, this okay. is this is based off of the one that was done back in the 20s it was a silent film it was a german silent film from the 20s and it was a it was a marvel because of the work that went into it some of the, the background pieces but also it's a three hour long movie good lord yeah and uh we we've lost a lot of it there's been a couple projects put out is the anime three hours long? No, it's oh, not. Thank God. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the IMDb right now. The anime is uh, only an hour and 48 minutes. Okay, so they shaved about an hour off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but the anime is absolutely gorgeous. It's um, Osamu Tezuka. Yeah. Loved the movie, apparently. And so he did a manga based off of it. Later down the road, one of his, what I, I don't want to say disciples, but someone that was highly influenced by Tezuka had um, taken the manga, which for those of you who aren't into the anime world, manga is comic book form, Japanese comic books, basically, and done this anime. And so it's Osamu Tezuka's art style, which I absolutely love. I love the classic form. 
I love just about anything Tezuka does. Right. Because of, of who he is in the anime community, what he's done in the anime community, or what he did, rather. And so, absolutely love it. But they took it and they animated it. It's gorgeously animated. Yeah. The music choices. Mm, I love the scoring of this because it, you don't expect some of it at times. This geek out has been brought to you by Dallas's <laughs> love of anime. <laughs> I just really enjoy this film. I like, know. And uh, I got this film originally um, from Hollywood Video, actually, years ago. And um, I was working there. It, it came up. It was actually one of our rentals that we dropped down for sale. And so I was able to buy it. And uh, it's really cool. It's weird, though, because the box it came with two discs. And uh-huh. one of them was a mini DVD. Oh. That's where our special features are, <laughs> the mini DVD. And we can't even watch them. <laughs> no, we can. You can put that in our Blu-ray player, and it works. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we're doing that. And I'm super excited. We're actually... Um, we're watching this tonight so I can get ready to film it yeah. probably Tuesday night. Maybe. Maybe. So, we don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, <laughs> so that's a thing. Uh, what else are we, we got a couple other things that we're looking at possibly doing though. Yes. We, we haven't decided on the last two yet. Um, uh, but what, well, we decided one. We decided one. We'll tell you about that one in a minute. But... That one was decided as soon as we realized... What, where things were landing. Where things were landing. Okay. So... No, we only have one more. Yeah, yeah, one more. So the next two options are Equilibrium, which is a 2001? No. No? Uh, when did that movie come maybe out? Maybe it was 2001. Equilibrium. 2002. 2002. Okay, I was close. Yeah, yeah, we were pretty close. I was just looking at it's it. Christian Bale movie. Yeah. So, it actually got a lot of flack because people thought it was like a... Um, He's not Batman. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't that. It was that the people thought it was a ripoff of, of The Matrix from the, the... Oh, yeah. And from the previews, it looks like that. Yeah, it kind of does, but then it's much, much different. I think in some ways a little deeper. We won't get into that. Because I don't, I honestly don't remember enough of Equilibrium right. at the moment right. to well, be like, yes. The INDB of it says this: in an oppressive future where all forms of feelings are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rises to overthrow the system and state. So, the last time we watched this movie, we mm-hmm. were at your house, mm-hmm. and I was having an allergic reaction to the cat <laughs> and so i don't remember an excessive amount i remember i enjoyed it right and so that's why it's on the possible list of right. our third devotion right um the other one is a little bit more controversial <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit um it's named battle royale mm-hmm. and it is a live action japanese movie based off of a manga mm-hmm. and it's like the rated r version of hunger games yeah the imdb says this in the future the japanese government captures a class of ninth grade students and forces them to kill each other under the revolutionary battle royale act which is it's it's one of those that it's super interesting to me because it's so like what basically what happened is the teenagers were out of control and so this was the adults solution mm-hmm. 
Like, they're like, yeah, let's just grab one class at random on their class trip, drug them, and take them to this island, and one person gets to live. Yeah. To live to tell the tale. And so it's it's highly interesting. And so we may do that one. We haven't decided. I have not decided, because it would be my devotion. Yeah. That was a novel, not a manga. manga. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was a manga, or a novel originally, but... Um, but one of the things about it that <laughs> I, I tell people and they don't believe me, like I've talked about Battle Royale and they go, well, that's just a cheap Japanese ripoff of Hunger Games. Right. To which I have to go, no, no, no. This came out in 1999. Originally the book, the movie 2000 Hunger Games came out in 2008. Yeah. Published in 2008. So <laughs> Hunger Games. I mean, if you watch this movie. It really feels like the the person who wrote Hunger Games watched Battle Royale and went, hey, let me do this. I could make this more kid-friendly. And there's a lot different, there's differences in the societies Mm -hmm. and and why they do the Hunger Games and all of the backstory. But it's very much the same. Yeah, the general story of let's throw a group of kids in together and make them kill each other is the same. Yeah, pretty much. So that's what we're looking at, guys. Um, the final movie that we're looking at doing is going to be on um, the week of November the 5th. No, it's the weekend before. Yeah, the weekend before. It's the way the Friday falls. Right. And so, but we're going to be doing uh, V for Vendetta. Remember, remember mm. the 5th of November. The gunpowder trees in the plot. So, but anyways, we're, we're that's what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of excited about, kind of amped. Uh, because we enjoy that movie. That's a movie that we we definitely, it's one of our favorites. Yeah. We watch it once a year. Yeah, we enjoy the book. And there's a lot of things to it. Like, there's a lot to talk about in that movie. And there is. some people, um, they see things. Uh, I can always say it's one film that everyone who watches it walks away seeing something a little different. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm excited to be able to explore some themes in it. Yeah. And so we haven't worked out how that episode's going to work out yet, but that's not, happening. Not exactly. We, we, but it's happening. Exactly. It's going to be a thing. So, but yeah, guys, that's, that's it. That's our podcast for today. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said before, um, if you want to send us feedback on anything, email us at geek devotion. I'm sorry. Yeah. Geek devotions at gmail.com or yeah. on any of our social media. Yeah. And, uh, if you email us or direct message us, if there's a subject line, make sure you put in there com feedback, C O M M feedback. Um, you know, calm talk, calm talk feedback. Anyways, yeah. it's a thing, guys. We're, we're making a thing. It's going to be a thing. Be a thing with us, guys. It's a thing officially. There we go. <laughs> it's a thing now. So that we can, we know that it's for the podcast and all that stuff. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We will promise we will check from now on. Yes. Also, if you'd like to be one of the amazing devoted Patreon geeks, such as Francisco Ruiz, Jonathan Gilbert, Adam Marcinega, Cody McGurk, or Aaron Strauss, go to patreon.com forward slash geek devotions and you can become a monthly supporter for as little as a dollar a month. And um, there's some cool rewards we have. Also, maybe if you want to do a one time gift to Geek Devotions, go to paypal.me forward slash geek devotions. Any and all donations and, and support are really, really appreciated. Everything is very much appreciated. We appreciate you listening. We do. Thanks for listening this long. Yes. So until next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love.